Dear Hidayat, I am so thrilled to have the opportunity to be speaking with you. Let me start by introducing you briefly for the benefit of our audience. Idayat Hassan is the director of the Center for Democracy and Development, or CDD, based in Abuja. And for those who may not be familiar with the CDD, it is a policy advocacy and research organization focusing on deepening democracy and development in West Africa. Idayat, as you know, we are having a webinar on the future of democracy support this Wednesday, 30 March, and I was very keen to speak with you, given your amazing experience at the front line of all of this kind of work to support democracy at the helm of the CDD. Before we delve into the substance of that, could you tell me briefly a little bit about the work of CDD? Oh, uh, thank you very much, Elena. It's a pleasure to be speaking to you. Uh, the CDD is a not-for-profit think tank based in Abuja, Nigeria, but with interest in West Africa. And of course, doing a lot of Pan-African um, engagement. It's a Pan-African. It was actually created to mobilize global opinion and provide an independent platform to critically analyze democracy and development in mm. West Africa. So our mission is just for the sustenance of democracy and ensuring that with even democracy, as we talk about it these days, has the right infusion of development in it, such that the mm. citizens themselves will fight and protect this hard-won democracy we have as a sub-region. And it's been very interesting considering that our strategies are just are straightforward. Broadly, it's about using evidence to influence policy change. Uh, in the work that we do. But in the midst of all that, we are very big on partnership. We are very big on advocacy. We are very big on um, capacity building and research as well. And for everything we do, it's just ensuring that the policy shifts in such a way that it benefits the citizens. Excellent. Really, really good. And thank you for that very brief overview of, of the CDD. Um, let me ask you a broad question and then we can um, um, focus a little bit more specifically on, on CDD's experience. But from a broad perspective, how do you think the field of democracy support has evolved over the past, say, 10, 15 years? Standard approaches to democracy have been criticized for being too technical and for not recognizing and grappling with underlying poli politics and power. Do you think this remains a fair criticism? Or um, are there areas where you think there has been some innovative thinking and practice in trying to engage more explicitly with the political nature of the challenge of promoting and supporting democracy? And if so, what do those efforts uh, look like? Where have you seen them? Uh, it's been an interesting decade. Uh, particularly as we push for more democracy. We say the recipe to democracy, uh, more democracy, uh, especially as we talk in terms of declining democracy. But irrespective of that, a lot has actually happened in the last 10 years. I think for some time also, it's good to place it on the front burner that people have, there's been so much support to elections and even some donors represent democracy the representation of democracy to them is really about periodic elections but democracy is actually on all encompassing 
In fact, um, accountability is a very strong aspect of it. Even mm. election work is pre-election, during election, and post-election itself. The role of citizens itself. The quality of democracy, sustaining this quality of democracy such that it actually brings what people think, not just rights, rights which are very important and fundamental, but having enough development quotients infused into it has been a challenging. There have also been positive, particularly as citizens rise up. Um, we say in Africa, we have seen citizens movement. We have seen resistance uh, of also political parties to authoritarian uh, government. People have been innovating. Social media has actually been a positive. So there has been lots of positive, but in the midst of this positive, there has also been tension going right to your question. And these tensions are three-pronged. So you have tension with these democracy promoters themselves, mm -hmm. then tension with actors like us, then you have the reality, the geopolitics also playing a very important role in terms of driving what democracy promotion actually looks exactly like. When it comes to democracy promoters, we're here to internal dynamics in the countries where this operation really are. People are not really looking at it that contest matters. There is a lack of political will to, lev to, to look at what the contest really be and leverage change in that direction. It's more like a straightforward thing, a log frame, where you just have to deliver some activities without sitting across the table to actually negotiate and be like, oh, in this contest, it will not work. If I look at my work in Nigeria, what works in Nigeria does not work in Gambia. Let alone when it comes to Francophone West Africa, the rules are completely different between Anglophone and Francophone West Africa. And when you work in Nigeria as a very large country, what is applicable in Southern Nigeria is different from what is this in Northern Nigeria. Every country, every region has got its own nuances and democracy promotion is not often uh, accompanied by contests specific analysis. It's also important to put it out that most starts with the baseline. They start uh, with the conflict analysis or situation analysis. We call it different names. We do that a lot at the CDG, but it's not enough most times. You need the actors. It's not enough when a CDD, for instance, prescribes and say, oh, you just have to go from the transitional justice way without nuancing it to the way it matters. Because what happens at the end of the day is people will, for instance, think that, oh yes, the LRA conflict in Uganda and Boko Haram are similar because this kind of insurgency or terrorism is linked by religion. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the problem in Northern Uganda and not East Nigeria are the same. No way. It doesn't actually work that way. It might have the broad experiences, but in terms of implementation on ground, the nuances are completely different. The problems are different. And even when you come, it must actually be adaptable. So we can't be log frame because once we are on the field, different things happen. 
And we have to be reactive as it actually happens at eight. And it is this change that we are not leveraging. It is here we do not have the political will to act. So can I ask you, Idayat, I mean, that, that's fascinating and really um, important diagnosis of some of the main challenges uh, of how, how you can do this democracy support work um, effectively and with the needed credibility and legitimacy. From your engagement with international development actors um, uh, who, who may support the work that the CDD does, what is it that you have valued most that has enabled the CDD to work most effectively? Partnership. It's not donor grantee relationship. It's a partnership to deliver change, point in time. And it's also that of mutual respect, really. I think the mutual respect aspect is something that we cannot take away. I, I, it's something that is also helping to delegitimize groups. Because if at any point there is no mutual respect, there is no mutual agreement, it's more like, oh, the master, the servant, you give us money, then we have to follow and deal then you do have a problem. So um, tell me something, Idayat. Uh, I think this is the, the, the focus that you put on trust and mutual respect is really important. How does that develop? Um, have you had long-term relationships with certain international development actors where you feel you have that kind of open space to really um, engage in this more trust-based way? Or, or where does it come from? from uh, about everything is based on openness and the donor strategy also matters when you look at it so it's about the strategy and it's about meeting um between or how do you call it we have to have a meeting of the mind it has to get a point where we know that we have a shared understanding and i'll say that the cdd has this uh this year it will be 25 years of the cdd since its establishment in in london in 1997 and i can say that most of our donors and partners have continued the relationship since then and this has traversed from one leadership to the other because there, as you look at it there has been previous leadership in cdd before my own leadership and it's also expected that it will grow really it's really about the openness then it's really about a relationship that is actually built on partnership not one that is actually incentivized like oh we are helping you we are giving you the money we are... it's really about shared value so our work should be one that is built on a shared value system where everybody comes on board with something both the grantee the donors the partners who are promoting democracy together and having this kind of um a strategic framework where we can all see that democracies will continue to grow. While we talk about decline, there are positives. But there we are in a challenging situation where we know that there is a lot of pushback by authoritarian government. There is a lot of pushback even by actors we are also supporting. There is also a pushback on democracy itself when you look at the fact that when there are not so much development quotient in democracy, people might actually look at illiberal government and say that we might choose this option of illiberalism as long as it can actually deliver something to us. So we are all really in this together and being in it together, 
comes up with us working together working together having shared under a shared value system where we know that the whole end is actually to deepen democracy Thank you very much. Oh, sorry. Thank you very much for that, Idaya. That's that's actually a really good note to maybe pose um, a final question with uh, for you. You had suggested that for a long time the focus of donors remained siloed um, on elections, um, and you're talking about a really rather broader and deeper challenge to democracy um, as a result of many different things like a lack of accountability, but also this issue that you're mentioning about uh, democracy is not being perceived as delivering. So what would be your one word of wisdom for the international, uh, the international uh, development community seeking to support democracy most effectively about how to think about the challenge of democracy at this juncture in the 21st century? I think that it's going to be a broad one. It will be a nuanced one. It will be one that actually look at democracy, views democracy as this unencompassing bucket, right? but government that works for the people, and then nuancing our support in such a way that captures the two. It's not just about having a government, but it's a government that actually works for the people and at that at all points that means human rights promotion that means ensuring that the institution of democracy itself work where we talk about the judiciary the legislature and the executive hand really not just also the citizens themselves being not being the most active aspect of this democracy because now Democracy, the quality of democracy will always be uh, determined by the quality of the citizenship. So, and above all, we should recognize the fact that we are no longer in the era we were 10 years ago. We are in the era of information disorder, where the already waning trust, you know, trust is already so weakened. And we become more weakened unless we had. And that is why we should act and act promptly and inclusively in all our responses. Thank you, Idayat. That is a very thoughtful and compelling way to capture the nature of the challenge. You have highlighted very, very eloquently the need to think about democracy support in less siloed and in more holistic ways building synergies across different areas of engagement, including not only elections, but also issues related to how we support the citizens of the 21st century to demand accountability, and also how we tackle the challenge of digitalization and all that comes with that. This has left us with a lot of food for thought, and I wanted to thank you for your time and your patience, um, and I very much look forward to continuing to engage with you on these debates and challenges as they continue to evolve. Thank you so much.